0: Welcome to Into the Yes. I'm Marissa Fay, a functional nutritionist and holistic wellness practitioner. And I'm Jen Nickel, a movement witch and intuitive Reiki master. You are in the right place if you're ready to question society's wellness standards and prepared to be inspired to make changes that are right for you. Join us as we get Into the Yes. Let's go. Welcome back to Into the Yes. I am Marissa Finn. I am joined by my lovely friend and co-host, Jen Nickel. Hi. I usually give you the cue. I didn't that time. It threw you off, I think.
1: Yeah. Did it? Yeah. I thought. I feel like I, I picked up on it and, and, I, and I ran yeah. with it and said, hi. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so today's topic is cold plunging. I'm wondering when you hear that, like, what's your initial response besides, well,
1: It is. It's like to clench my entire body. Like all
0: sphincters are on high alert. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm sure like, like anybody listening, you would have to live under a rock to have never been exposed to this topic or even just recently not been exposed to this topic. I feel like every time I go on social media, somebody new is talking about how they cold plunge.
1: Right. And I think that that was what started us on this idea or this topic is I saw and Instagram, and uh, maybe meme, I don't know what you call it. (laughs) Too old. I'm too old to know what these (laughs) phrases are. Um, But it was a picture of a guy holding up a sign that said, you don't need to share every time you cold plunge or something like that. Like, oh, yes. Right. Yeah. And we were like, that's a good topic.
0: (laughs) Totally. Because, you know, what I have noticed is it has expanded beyond the people who I follow who are like in this field. And it's expanded to people like Jenna Kutcher and people like, um, you know, the Peloton trainers and just right. like people who aren't really necessarily always going to be talking about like the alternative health things or the functional health things who are now like, I have this secret that I have to tell you because no one else is talking about it. I mean, there's
1: that. And then there's also like this, I don't know, is it pride or is it you're like, cause you're proud of yourself because you did this hard thing and you're like, all right, I'm also going to do it. I'm also on board with this. I have bought the tub for it. And here we go. And then you film it, and everybody's filming it. At least one, when they do it, they at least film one. Um, because it's something like, Well, I'm I'm probably not gonna climb Everest, but I'll do this. <laughs> so you feel like this is my big deal thing I'm doing. Yeah.
0: yeah, I think people are like, it's a little braggy, you know, of like <gasps> I'm doing this thing. That's really hard. That is amazing for me, you know? So, right. and they feel so invigorated.
1: I have a like- lot of like opinions. I'm going to call them opinions because what I'm about to say is not, I don't know if it's backed
0: by any science whatsoever. and I
1: don't well, know if the cold plunge itself is.
0: Yes. Good question. So I first wanted to tell you what are the, the reported benefits Now, when I say reported, what I mean is, sure, there's some research, which, you know, research is not the be all end all. There are only things that are going to be studied if somebody typically can financially gain from it. So there are plenty of things that are healthy, right, and good for many of us that, like, you're not going to find that much research on, or at least right now, because nobody's benefiting or profiting from it, right? Someone has to pay for the research is kind of my point. Gotcha. So when it comes to cold plunging this is a mix of like research and you know just people saying it's beneficial. So here are some of the top benefits allegedly. So one is it increases energy level. One is that it improves your resilience, right? So you do something really hard, that way when other hard things happen, you're e- it's easier for you to bounce back. Speeds up recovery. I feel like that's one of the most traditional uses of it, right? Like hearing about how athletes use cold, right. right, Recover faster, um, improves your mood, helps manage stress. I put quotes around that because I have a lot of trouble with that one. Um, people say that it helps improve their sleep to some extent. There is research that, that focuses around burning fat. There's a particular kind of fat that it may help our bodies burn. Um, and then what's interesting, you know, there are all these people claiming that there are brain benefits, that there are immune system benefits, there's cardiovascular benefits. So Mm -hmm. like, like most things, you could find somebody saying it's beneficial for almost anything, right? Like, right. So a lot of people are correlating their cold plunge experience with all of these positive things, right? Mm -hmm. So what's your reaction to that list?
1: Well, I, here's the thing, right? It brings me back to like elite athletes, because that's where this began. Yes, you know, you see it in like Rocky, right after a mat, whatever they they or in the movies, you see these athletes, and then they get into this. It's ice, these ice baths, mm-hmm. and the assumption there is that it it helps with the recovery, it reduces the inflammation of all that they just did to their bodies. So now that means that it's happening on a body that is used to pushing itself to extremes. So yeah. that body already has some level of resilience in it, I would assume.
0: Or that body has a lot of stress on it and a lot you're of adding more stress, but it's yeah. just that you mentally, right? You're very mentally resilient, perhaps. And so you're able to push through right. that.
1: Right. They've, they're they used to pushing their bodies. Yes. And, you know, we see this a lot um, now that we can see what elite athletes do, like us common folk- are not meant to push our bodies. I mean, I, the human body is not meant to be pushed the way that athletes are pushing their bodies. This is why they're in and out of surgeries constantly. Like it's not really meant to go that hard. They're Mm -hmm. doing it because they were born with a skill. They've reached a level. This is their job. Um, so maybe there's a need there, but I just like in our own day-to-day life, do we need that? And on top of it, I mean, okay, so the other night told you this story. Like the water heater went and I have been out in the yard gardening and pulling things and all this. I was a sweaty mess. My legs were all muddy. And so there was no choice but to hop in a cold shower. Like I could not get into bed like this. Now, this is my worst nightmare because I want to avoid freezing temperatures on my body and on my skin. But I had to do it and I got in and it was stressful. my heart rate was up. It was hard for me to breathe. And I just rushed through the whole thing, all tense and tight and upset. And then when I got out, there was a cool feeling Uh as my, as all the blood rushed to the surface.
0: Okay. So tell me about that feeling. What did you notice when you got out?
1: It was like relief, you know, it was like, ah, okay, I'm warm again. I'm warm again. And it was kind of tingly, um, and like almost hot or on, on
0: my skin. Mm-hmm. And I do think like that is valid, any potential benefit, right? Like the energy benefit, the, the kind of way that it can impact your immune system, all of that, like that is real, right? Yeah. I just don't really think most women are meant to be doing this every freaking day. In fact, think is the wrong word. I know, <laughs> Yeah. Women's bodies and, and the way our hormones work, this is not something I would ever recommend a woman do every single day. Never.
1: Well, I'm always thinking about how much we need soothing. And mm-hmm. this is the opposite of soothing. This is like agitating.
0: Yes. This is HIT training. This is yeah. like acceptable new HIT training, basically. So hit being high intensity interval training for anybody who doesn't know that.
1: Now tell me this, okay, this is what my opinion that is not backed by metal, medical facts, maybe there are no medical facts on it, but is that um, I think that if this is something that you feel strongly you, that you want in your life, that there is a way to build up to that, that you you're not just going to one day like, okay, I'm starting a new program where I now lift weights and I now run and I also do cold plunges and it's all this stuff all at once. I would say it's like the slow build in where you, you work on your breathing capacity, you work on your cardiovascular capacity and your strength and then maybe you might want to add this in. But the way that we're seeing it out there puts people at any state of fitness now
0: in a cold bath. And I don't
1: know what that might do.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. But also even before that, it's like, you know, if we look at, if we averaged out, right? Women in their middle age, right? Even young women, if we looked at women 20 to 60, right? And we gauged how stressed their bodies are, right? Mental, emotional stress, but also physical and physiological, right? And the way you know your body's stressed is you have symptoms, right? That's how you know. That is like, if we're being very basic, you have Mm -hmm. symptoms. So if you're not feeling fantastic most days, then you fall into this category. Congratulations. And if you are in that category, the last thing that we want to do is randomly apply more stress to your body, right? Right. Yeah. And I'm right. I'm like,
1: if you were to fall into a cold lake, your body would, immediately go into survival mode yes so that's what is happening here you're pushing it into a survival state which it's already in
0: yeah yeah and you know there's a real impact that it has on our adrenal glands responsible for producing famously right stress hormones but actually produce a lot of other hormones too there's a real impact on your adrenal glands and one of the reasons women feel so good at first when they do crazy intense exercise or even crazy intense restriction in your diet. One of the reasons you really feel really great is the surge of stress hormones. That's part of our survival mechanism, right? Because your body wants you to feel rewarded when you run from the bear. But if you do 15 things every day that involve you running from the bear, eventually your body's like, well, what the fuck? Is there actually a bear here every time, right? And then you actually see symptoms escalate. So you might see short-term improvement. That's because you're pumping out more stress hormones, right? And that feels good. It feels good to initially burn through those resources, right? But eventually you get that like tired and wired. You get that like agitated, but not feeling good, right? You get kind of that effect, Um, and so personally, what I would rather see women doing is something like just their face in cold water, Mm -hmm. right? You know, and there, uh, there is scientific evidence to
1: support that in, um, triggering the vagus nerve.
0: Exactly. Right. Exactly. And that's why I like it. Right. So I like, you can also do like hands, like arms through your wrist. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and. That, by the way, radiates to the rest of your body, as you know. So I would much rather see women if they want to try to see if they can get benefit from this, and they're not in a place where their body is totally burned out. Which, you know, half the people I work with and that even just DM me are are burned out, right? So mm-hmm. odds are you're probably in the burned out category if you're listening to this. But if you're not right, then you could explore a smaller part of your body. And if you really, really wanted to, you could work towards certain times in your cycle or in the month of your postmenopausal, certain times where you do try full body. But I would say more often than not, I would really recommend that most people really observe a little bit of caution, you know, as far as including something like this until or unless your body is acclimated and you know, it's really, really benefiting you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just, it's another one of those major extreme things. And when we look at extremes, that's when we should uh, heed caution. That's extreme. It's extreme to plunge into 50 degree water. And now when you see men doing it, and you've brought this up before that like men's bodies, or at least male born bodies with male hormones can have more resilience to stress than Mm -hmm. our female, the female counterparts,
0: not can they do right. Because of the hormones, it really is hormonally related. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and that's the thing is like, Instead of women hearing that and thinking like, oh, we're inferior, you're saying we're inferior. It's like, no, no, I am not saying we're inferior. And I don't even know about the rightness of men doing something like this often, but that's not my area of expertise, right? Mm -hmm. My area of expertise is women and women's bodies and female bodies in this case, right? Mm -hmm. And I just really think... Kind of like there's that difference of if we do a little bit, we can stimulate the vagus nerve, right? Which, Mm -hmm. which is going to help us switch between the different sides of our nervous system. And by the way, I have been talking about with so many people, that third part of the nervous system, right? Like we have sympathetic, right? Fight, flight. We have parasympathetic rest, digest. And then we have that other side of the parasympathetic. That's like freeze, faint, play dead, right? Right. And so many women I'm seeing their lab work. They're in that category. They're in the play dead, right? Category,
1: right? You've and, maxed out. You actually, you don't have anything left to run away. Yes. You need to just lay there. I got exactly. to that point.
0: Yep. And, you know, undernourishing yourself, being on a vegan diet, not eating enough protein over exercising, not sleeping. These are all good ways to end up there. Right. And I just think so many women are there that I really am concerned about the potential damage of something like this. And it's why, You know, the version of this where we can learn from this and modify it, like the face, like putting just your hands, you know, up to your wrists in here. Mm -hmm. Maybe you can explore if there are some benefits for you in that way, where we're also aware that we could be stimulating that vagus nerve, which is ultimately going to help you switch between those three different parts of the nervous system. Because a lot of us get stuck in one part. I think of it like a gear shifting, right? Of an old car. And it's like sometimes it gets stuck, right? You get stuck Mm -hmm. in neutral or you get stuck in drive or reverse, right? it's like, mm-hmm. if you can be doing something where we know it's it's a little bit more gently helping your vagus nerve, right? Deep breathing. You talk about this all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Deep breathing, right? More restorative practices of movement, all of that. But if we can do something, maybe that's on a smaller scale, we might actually find greater benefit and greater improvement with that as opposed to going balls to the wall because we see 50 million influencers doing it every day. Right. And, and because we see
1: the benefits of it and the ones that stand out are, this is going to burn fat. Mm -hmm. This is going to reduce aging. And then that word that we're all interested in is reduce inflammation. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, so when you see those things, you immediately think, okay, I'll do that. I'll take these cold showers until you get in the cold shower and it's so much fun. I mean I remember reading about an ayurvedic practice too where you you spend time in the shower switching between hot mm-hmm. and cold and hot and cold you know and again it talks about like helping your body eliminate toxins and all of this I don't know you know do you do you know anything backing that or that practice I can tell you I used to do that
0: Yeah and I ultimately just intuitively in my body got to a point where I was like this is not helping me like yeah. Right. It can feel good in the moment. And this is like intense exercise. It can feel good in the moment, Uh but I'm not so sure for many of us that the lasting impact of it is what we want. Um, And I think it's all one of those things where it's like, like the sum of the parts, right? Sometimes when we talk about these types of topic, it's like, you know, if that was the one thing you did, The one thing you did that was kind of extreme, would your body probably be okay with it? Maybe, right? Mm -hmm. But if you're doing that on top of five other things, right? If you're doing that on top of, you know, calorie restriction, on top of intense movement, on top of not sleeping, on top of, right? Like being very stressed at your job, on top of, right? If we layer that on top of other things, then it actually backfires.
1: It has that, it has that uh, potential too.
0: Yes. And I think what I find problematic with this is when we talk about, well, what's your intuition say? Right.
1: right. Our intuition gets clouded because of the influence of, it's like, if you, you've heard this in marketing, right? If you see something six times, you you become more convinced of it. And mm-hmm. I mean, if every time we're turning on a screen and we see within that someone cold plunging, I mean, if you watched, here's our friend Gwyneth again, But the the goop show, they did a Wim Hof cold plunge thing. And you saw these women. I mean, they were women with zero body fat, like shivering in the water. I was like thinking, I'm afraid that they're going to come out bald (laughs) water. Like it's shocking all the hair off their head and like all the.
0: (laughs) Well, you're not wrong about that. And what I would say too, I'm much more a fan of heating things up much more. And even that is not right for everyone all the time. Like Uh I, I really, in my, in my personal experience, but also in my practice and what I see in women, you know, having worked with literally hundreds of women. Right. So I can draw some trends from that. Heating up bodies can be very healing, right. Can help us move toxins out. It can help move lymphatic system. It can help with vagus nerve toning. Right. And also just, women tend to run a little bit lower body temperature wise. One of the things, you know, I'm so into is having people track their body temperature upon waking. And just, if you're somebody who runs well below 98 degrees, most of the time, then I feel like you're more a candidate for heating up your body. Mm -hmm. And one of the benefits that happens when we heat up our body with something like an infrared sauna, which I'm a much bigger fan of infrared sauna than um, a steam sauna, right? Like for different reasons, but Things like that. If we do things like a sauna and we have kind of a sauna like habit, one of the things that happens is similar to what goes on with the cold plunge, right? So one of the benefits of the cold plunge comes in your body, bringing, warming you back up, right? Same thing. One of the benefits in heating your body up is your body cooling you off. Mm -hmm. And so I think our bodies actually need more time getting heated up then they need being cooled off as women. I think our bodies do cool off. Part of your body not feeling safe is slowing down your metabolism, is slowing down your thyroid, is slowing down how things are being absorbed and utilized. That's a protective mechanism in women's bodies. So if we want to help your body heat up, doesn't it make sense that we would actually heat your body up?
1: It does make sense. It makes me think about the process of hypothermia. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, when you've been exposed for too long in the cold, all systems slow down to preserve the life, right? The heartbeat slows, the breath rate slows, circulation slows, and it's all to warm the torso where the vital organs are. Mm -hmm. Um, so if you're causing
0: that response, that's major stress on a system huge. And when we look at alternative cancer therapies, which I think is a really interesting way to look at some of these practices because a lot of people will say, oh, cold plunging, it helps with, they'll use the word autophagy, which is, right, like, basically cells that are misbehaving getting, like, eaten up and taken out with the trash. But actually, when we look at, like, therapeutic cancer treatment, they do hype. hyperthermia, not hypothermia, right? So they heat the body, up, up, right? It's why when your immune system is under attack, you get a fever, right? The body heats up, right? right? To get rid of cells that are misbehaving, to get rid of bacteria, to get rid of, you know, move a virus through all of that. So I think really heating the body up probably has more benefit to the vast majority of us than cooling cooling it down so much. Yeah.
1: So then, okay. If we do a cold plunge and we cool our body down, does the process of it working to heat itself back up? Is that where they're getting this idea of like, Oh, it's boosting your immune system. Yes.
0: Yes. I do think that's where it's coming from. It's like, it's not the, that cooling your body off boosts your immune system. It's that your body working to heat itself back up may have some may have a benefit. Um, yeah.
1: Interesting. It's all very interesting, isn't it? It's just it's another lesson in right. We we see these things for one minute or three minutes, and it's so easy to decide. Like, okay, this is this is the new research. This is it. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. really we really have to take ownership into um, researching and finding out what is really best for me. I know in my own personal, we brought up the intuition piece but I have, I have always thought, I don't care how good they tell me this is. I do not want to get my body into cold water. I have a Mm -hmm. hard time getting my body into a 78 degree pool, let alone a 50 degree. So like, I don't ever want to feel freezing cold. I hate that feeling. Is that intuition? Is that protection or is it just a personal preference? Um, and, and you could go back in and go, is that just me resisting, you know, but I think it's important for us to really do the research and really decide like, is my body ready for what this is asking?
0: Well, here's the issue I have with that statement. And this is something that has You know, people in my field have been talking about a little bit more and more. And some people have had very sassy Instagram posts about this that, you know, make me giggle a little bit, but they're not wrong, which is just FYI to people listening. Research is not you tooling around on social media. Research is not you searching on TikTok. That's not research. It's not even really a Google search, is it? No, it's not a Google search because Google is owned and has vested interest, right? In things like pharmaceutical companies um, and medical facilities, right? So If you're really going to do the research, it's going to involve, like, a PubMed search, right? And most of us don't know how to interpret that or what it means. So the next step to me is finding somebody who is reading the research, right? Finding somebody who resonates with you on other topics, right? So that you can let yourself be guided a little bit by them, but also, right, asking yourself the questions about if it's beneficial for you even more so with that lens right mm-hmm. and you know i do read the research i yeah. do pay attention to right the actual literature i do go on pubmed right And not like I was saying before, not all studies are good studies. Right. And so even people referencing studies, like in a post on social media, it actually doesn't mean that that's potentially what's going to be best for you. And causation, meaning did something like cold plunging cause somebody's immune system to function better versus, you know, correlation, right? Is it just, is there something in potentially the kind of person who does cold plunging right? Maybe they also do a couple of other things and we see them, they cold plunge too, and we see their immune system is healthier, right? So that's like, we actually don't know the cold plunging caused that because they engaged in a lot of other healthy habits, for example, right? Like that's a complicated concept, right? Of saying like, we, we see maybe there's some benefit, but we don't know why there's benefit. And the benefit may not be there because they cold plunge.
1: Right. There may be other factors in there. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, I was reading this thing and it, it was basically, I was, I forget what it was that I was reading, but um, it was basically saying that like all scientific experiments are biased in some way because the scientist is biased in one way or another. Yes, Like we all want a certain outcome. i was thinking about that when you see before and after pictures of something and nine times out of 10, there's different lighting. Like just let's just say it's like I've been using this face cream before and after. The person is in different lighting mm-hmm. and they want to show because they want it to have come out that way, because of course you do, right? So I think again, take heed. Mm-hmm. And what is the moral of the story here? Is like think about what our body needs to survive. Mm-hmm. Um, it needs a certain body temperature. And if you're gonna push it far, far, far into an extreme either way. What is that doing and causing?
0: Yeah. And is your body ready to be pushed in that way? So many women out there are like, oh yeah, I'm going to push my body. Like that's what my body needs to change. Actually what your body needs to change is probably the opposite of pushing. Your body needs less push and more, understanding, more nourishment, more rest. And that's a terrifying thing, right? Because everything we've ever been told about how to have an attractive body and a slim body and a body that's desirable. And also like be the kind of woman who does it all is that you push, 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 push.
1: You have to work for it. And if it's not doing what you want it to do, you haven't worked hard enough. Exactly. And it's actually like
0: do less,
1: do less. Well, a body, you think of it this way, right? It, it needs to feel safe in order to want to change and it's like
0: it's like a little child if they don't feel safe they are not going to trust the situation yes exactly and so i would really say like if anybody listening has been considering cold plunging maybe even dabbled filled up your bathtub and hated it or something like that number 1 you do not have to do this there are plenty of things you can do to take care of your body work on your health that do not involve cold plunging right number 2 If you really, really want to try it and think like, maybe this is for you, try the face version, right? Try the hand version, see how your body does with that. Because it's a much lower risk in my perspective to do that, than put your whole body in and you can see how does your body respond to it maybe and do it for a while. This is one thing we do not stick with changes long enough to really observe their impact. We go zero to 100, like out the gate, you know, what if we go zero to 25 and the 25 is doing the face thing a couple times a week and do that for a few months, right? right. And then evaluate, but also you're probably going to be doing some other things that might be helping too. So just, you know, recognize that this is not the only option. It's not the only thing. It's a bit of a fad, right? It's not the answer. It's yes. Thank you. It is not the answer, right? Because the answer is more simple and also takes more time yeah
1: yeah the answer is unfortunately not the thing that we wanted to hear we want the one answer there isn't any one answer no
0: no the answer is like more nourishment the right nourishment safety, right safety easier movement right building Mm -hmm. muscle it's sleep it's your light exposure. It's getting away from our devices. Those are all things, in my opinion, you might look at cold plunging and be like, God, that looks so hard, but it's over quick, right? Mm-hmm. All these other things, they're not over quick. They take commitment and they take time. And you can't just sometimes be thinking about and focusing on how you're nourishing your body and sometimes not.
1: Yeah. I, if you want to do extremes, be extremely committed to, um, to these small little changes. Yes. I, yeah.
0: I would love that. I feel like that's our trademark, right? Yeah. Be extremely committed to the little things. To all the little things. Yes. Yeah. And totally. then that's what will
1: create the everlasting long-term effects that you're really truly after. Yes.
0: Yes, absolutely. All right. So, uh, no, so i not taking
1: another cold shower ever again. No,
0: don't do it. I was just going to say, what are you a yes for? But maybe this is a like, what are you a no for?
1: <laughs> I'm a yes for warmth.
0: Yes, <laughs> totally. You know, I am a yes for, I actually want to do an experiment on myself um, and share this on social media. I want to do the face experiment, the yeah. old face bowl. And from my perspective, summer's the right time to do it. Right. Because my body's going to be heated up a little bit more. I would never, never do that in the winter. Right. No, that sounds like torture. Yes. But I actually kind of want to do like, maybe I'll do a little experiment. So I'm a yes to this experiment of doing the face version and sharing what I'm I interested.
1: Right. Let me yeah. know how it goes. I still don't, yeah. I don't even want my face in the cold. No, I know. Right. Totally. Cold air on it is enough for me.
0: And actually this is an anecdote before we wrap up, which I know that there are certain, I, I have colleagues that work in the kind of labor and delivery and, and the kind of prenatal space. And actually this is something that they'll sometimes have partners do or women who are choosing a natural childbirth, they'll have them put their like arms in very, very cold water and see how long they can do it basically. Right. To oh, to, to prepare. Build, yes. To prepare and build tolerance to pain. I,
1: I think I remember that in a birthing class.
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so to me, it's like something we're doing to build tolerance to pain. Huh? Hmm. Do I want to practice that all the time? Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. It's all
1: interesting things to think about.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So where can people find you if they want to see things that are not cold plunging?
1: It is not cold plunging. I'm not sharing cold plunging. I'm sharing a whole bunch of other fun stuff. Yes. Okay, I'm over on Instagram and TikTok, Jen Nickel09. And, and Nicol, ElementsExperience.com.
0: Yes, and nickel N-I-C-O-L. That's right. Yes. And I am at Marissa Faye Wellness on TikTok, on Instagram, and I am now on Lemon Eight. So um I just want to give a shout out. There's a new app, which of course everybody's like, another app. But this is kind of the backup for if, if something happens to TikTok. But it's also kind of a it's a mix of all the social media apps, and I'm kind of playing around with it and seeing how I feel on there. So if anybody is on Lemon Eight. Um, I am at Marissa Faye. Well, they wouldn't allow me to do wellness. It's too long. So feel free to follow along there and see, you know, if there's anything interesting happening there too. Cool. We'll put all those links in the show notes for you. Yes. Awesome.
1: All right. Okay, friends. Peace out.